Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome back. We're mocking today. It's Friday, so we're doing a mock draft. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all relaxing, hanging out, maxing all cool, playing b-ball, whatever you got to do right now. We're going to be mock drafting today. I'm very excited for this mock draft. We're doing it on drafters.com, so you can see the promo down below me, Sal100. If you want to play on drafters right now, you can do free mock drafts over there. If you want to get into some of their paid stuff, you want 100% match. You put in 10 bucks, you get 10 back, up to $50. You put in 50, now you got $100 in your account. They give you 50 for free. You can use the promo code Sal100. If you are familiar with draft.com, it is no longer around. There's some other sites in the industry and drafters is one of the best ones out there, if not the best out there. Very similar to drafts format. I do like the fact that they have now this board up top so you can see just everybody's picks across what round they did it right at a very quick spot on a big board instead of seeing each one coming through. So be sure to check out drafters.com. Again, there'll be a link down below in the description to it. You can use that promo code. If you're going to put in money, you're not going to just play for free. If you're not going to just get into these mocks with people in the discord, we're able to get into these. So be sure to get into the discord down below. Then I recommend using that promo code because you might as well get some uh, little free money. A lot of people trying to play best balls. This is going to be a best ball 12 team format PPR we're doing the mock draft. It's a quick trigger clock, right? We don't want to be here for two and a half hours recording this video and doing the mock drafts right now for the content side and also practice. It's 20 seconds per pick. So this draft might last like a half an hour, which is good for the content purposes, to be honest with you. But it means that I got my rankings up to the right of me. We're going to have to be watching really, really quickly, like left, 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 and right, looking at the running backs, everything. I got all my rankings up. I got my top 150s up. All that stuff will be out shortly in the draft guide, depending on when you're watching this. If you're watching this into June, the draft guide is likely out. So you can check the description for a bunch of stuff down there. Hop into the Discord, hit that big old subscribe button, the notification bell, click that as well, like button, all that stuff. I know all you wild fellas out there, you guys, you guys love these mock drafts. I get I get comments, I get notifications, I get the best viewership on these mock drafts alone. It is pretty wild. So if indeed you do like these mock drafts, hit that subscribe button if you have not yet already for some wild reason. Also, you can follow me on Twitter if you have any questions, any requests for video ideas or certain drafts, be sure to let me know as well. Always like doing those. We had a couple of requests last week for the zero running back strategy and the zero wide receiver strategy in discord can't remember the exact person's name who did it right now but those ended up being some really cool videos and stuff that people like so excited to get this draft underway it's going to start in about a minute minute and a half and before it does i'll just say check out the fantasy football playlist all that stuff that's happening i'm going to check back in in about a minute when this thing kicks off we got all the rankings up i'm ready to go it's friday everybody relax relax take your shoes off sit back do what you gotta do let's do a little mock drafting let's have a good time the next 20 or 30 minutes of this video you know what they're for. If you're new here and you don't, well, let me speak on behalf of the community. It's for you to relax, enjoy yourself, escape from reality, have some fun. We're mocking one minute. Be back soon. The draft is now underway. We just started off. Jay Trez is on the clock. It's PPR. It's 12 teams. It's best ball format. So I assume, I assume Jay Trez is going to go with McCaffrey. So right now, check out the running back rankings videos. I got all the way up to the top 16. And even in a couple of days, probably by the time you're viewing this, I'll have the top 20 running back ranks in a couple of different videos. Those are all in the playlists. So we're going to be going with McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke, Cook, and Kamara as our top five. You can see McCaffrey goes off the board right there to start this bad boy up. It's crazy how there's just like not much to say about McCaffrey at this point after last year. Like there was there was four or five guys last year, really just the top four that you can argue were worthy of RB1 status. Saquon, who goes off the board right there, was another one. But it's just so wild to me that this year it's just McCaffrey, right? And I think it makes sense. In nine on PPR formats, I think McCaffrey and Saquon are a lot closer. Zeke goes off the board at three. I even think Zeke might be in tier, tier one as well in non-PPR, um, but you can see the running backs are going off the board to start this thing up. I will zoom in on this board. Five running backs already gone. I pick next. I want a running back. Derrick Henry goes off the board. I mean, it's every draft. It's every draft with me. Uh, it, it is just every single draft that I have to go out here and take Joe Mixon. I mean, this is just the spots that I land in. I'm picking seven. The first seven picks are running backs in this draft. I mean, come on, but I, I'm, I want a running back, right? 
I've done the zero RB strategy. I've done the zero wide receiver strategy. I have now learned that zero wide receiver, if you're leaning one way, is the best way to go. The first eight picks in this draft are all running backs at this point. Adam Pfeiffer is on the clock. Follow Adam on uh, Twitter as well. Friend of the show. So crazy. The first eight guys are off the board, but I'm getting Joe Mixon and like everything. He goes Michael Thomas. He, he bucks the trend a little bit there. But for me, Mixon is ahead of right now, Derrick Henry. Um, so I do enjoy that. I, I like getting Joe Mixon if I'm not going to get one of the top five guys. He's even close to Kamara for me uh, outside of non-PPR formats. And PPR Kamara's got a little bit of an edge on him, in my opinion. But yeah, Mixon right there at seven. It seems like a trend at this point, whether I'm picking sixth, seventh, or eighth, I usually end up landing on Joe Mixon at that point. We get back-to-back receivers to go off the board here. And now, so I've, I've tried different strategies, right? You've seen the videos. If you haven't, you can go check them out. I've done zero wide receiver, which means you don't take a wide receiver to the fifth round. Maybe I'll try that in this, but in best ball formats, it's just going to take, you want to win a position, right? So if running backs start to go off the board a lot, like they are here, a couple of wide receivers in the last few picks, I do want to end up getting to another running back potentially, or probably more so another top end wide receiver. This second pick will be determined based on what's left on the board right now, because you only get 20 seconds of pick. So you have to be, you have to be keeping up with everything right now. My best running back on the board is Miles Sanders, but there are so many concerns. He goes off the board to Cam Madison. So Eckler is now my best running back on the board. Lots of concerns with Miles Sanders because they're interviewing everybody. Devonta Freeman, Carlos Hyde, every running back on the market right now, Lamar Miller, maybe even is getting interviewed uh, by them. Julio Jones is still on the board and he goes to uh, Adam takes Julio Jones, two picks before me. Adam starts off back-to-back wide receivers, zero running back approach early. DeAndre Hopkins still on the board. So if Hopkins doesn't go here, I'm probably going to go Hopkins over Austin Eckler. Otherwise, I will go to Eckler with this pick. So Devo's taking his time. He's probably really struggling because this is a tough decision. He goes Austin Eckler. I'm going to go Hopkins here. I'm not that high on Hopkins, but he slides to the 18th overall pick. I have Hopkins as my 12th overall player. That's enough for me to want to get there. I get my top end receiver. I get my top end running back. There's just some standouts on the board for me so far. Kenny Galladay is my wide receiver six. I have him ahead of Allen Robinson, Chris Goblin, Odell, and Mike Evans. Running backs that are left on the board. My top 12 running backs are already gone. My top 13 now that Aaron Jones is off the board. So yeah, not many running backs left on the board. My best available is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 14, Gurley at 15, and Leonard Fournette at 16 at this point. So there's still a lot of good running backs left. I might snag one if any of them fall to my 35th pick, 31st pick, excuse me. So Travis Kelsey was taken early. I think that's interesting in best ball formats because you can see what Austin QB is doing. Austin QB goes back to back with KC. In best ball, you want to stack. So and what stacking means is getting players from the same team because if that team goes off, it's easier for you to win that week and, and just pile on a ton of points. So we got Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I guarantee you he wants Patrick Mahomes here. If Patrick and Patrick Mahomes just goes off the board. So his stack was just ruined a little bit because he wants Patrick Mahomes here. And it's hard to get all three of them. It's almost impossible to get them all because somebody's going to pick definitely Tyreek or Kelsey by the third round. And usually Mahomes goes before then too. So uh, Austin QB probably just clenched his fist a little bit there because he really wanted that stack. And I've tried it as well. I've tried it as well in some mocks and it's so, so hard to get back to it. Todd Gurley goes off the board. We still have some good running backs on the board. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, and Melvin Gordon all are in my tier four and they're all still left on the board, but so many good receivers on the board. I mean, I'm just going to be forced to take a receiver here. I still have tier two receivers on the board in Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson right now, and they're still on the board. Three picks away from my pick. As long as they don't go back to back with Galladay and Robinson here, I'll be having another guy, another receiver back to back at this point. It'll be tempting to want to go running back. Clyde Ebertelier goes off the board, so not as tempting now. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still in tier two of receiver for me, whereas we've already dropped down to tier four at running back. 
positional scarcity does factor in, but I'm going to be going a wide receiver here. And right now I will be going to one Kenny Galladay. He is my highest ranked wide receiver left on the board uh, right there with Allen Robinson. I feel good about that start. This is a start that I get a lot with Kenny Galladay. I seem to be a lot higher on him uh, than most. So after Galladay goes Allen Robinson, you'd see Adam takes Leonard Fournette. I, I think Fournette's fine. He, he was my highest ranked running back left on the board at that point. Arson and Belgo. So, so the run of running backs goes like the run of the rest of the good ones. Melvin Gordon is my final tier four running back. And then you're already into tier five with some decent options. Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor. So decent options. Interesting to see David Johnson go off the board here before Le'Veon Bell and Melvin Gordon. But right now I'm done with my tier two. We're in tier three of wide receiver for me. And we're pretty far down tier three right now outside of one man. And I'll tell you that one man that I am very bold on. Calvin Ridley goes off the board. It's not him, although I am high on Ridley. He's my 14th ranked wide receiver. Robert Woods, baby. 12th overall wide receiver. He started for me right around 20 and just more news and news and more information that I gathered so far over the last month or two. Robert Woods is a top 12 wide receiver for me. Who knows if he changes before the break, but he is by far a better option than Cooper Cup. Seeing a lot of people rank Cup higher right now. I don't agree with it at all. Robert Woods is the stud in that offense. So we're a couple picks away right now from my next pick. And look, I don't want to be taking Melvin Gordon, even though he's my highest ranked running back at 18th overall. We have Robert Woods on the board. I might go Robert Woods here, but I feel like I might be able to get him in the fifth round. So we might have to just go running back uh, and bite the bullet a little bit. So Jonathan Taylor goes off the board. So I end up going Melvin Gordon there just to secure that second running back spot. Uh, Le'Veon Bell went off the board. Jonathan Taylor and David Johnson did already. So like the next drop down from Melvin Gordon was Singletary, Montgomery. I would have felt okay about them. Cam Akers, I would have felt okay about them, but it's just such a far spot until my next pick. 13 more picks would have had to go without those three running backs going, and one went right after me. So Robert Woods goes at 46. You can see that it seems like somebody was a little bit higher on him as well. We got eight picks till my turn. We got two running backs. We got two receivers. It gets to the point now where I can kind of go wherever I want at this point. So it's kind of best available on the board. My best available running back right now is David Montgomery. If he falls to us at the fifth round, I'll take it. My best available wide receiver right now. We have to go a little bit further down the list. I still have Juju Smith-Schuster as my best available player right now at pick 15th overall or wide receiver 15, that is. He's a couple picks away from me. My contingency plan is looking like Cam Akers right now if he doesn't go. So Juju, Cam Akers stand out to me as well as Stefan Diggs once my pick comes. So we're four picks away. We got three bolts in the chamber. As long as all three of those guys don't go in a row, we should be good to go. All right, so none of those guys ended up going. So I got Cam Akers in the fifth round. So now I feel good. I got my three running backs. We got two solid wide receivers in Hopkins and Galladay. Mixon, Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, Melvin Gordon, and Akers. I feel good about that. I feel pretty secure at running back now. So I think now as we enter into the sixth round, it's just gonna be loading up on two wide receivers in a row potentially, depending on what's left on the board. I'm a little bit crazy because Juju is not on the board anymore. He just went. So now I'm trying to look at my next best options here. Uh, Wide receivers, Diggs is still on the board. T.Y. Hilton's on the board. That doesn't seem bad. Tyler Lockett. So lots of wide receiver options right now. There's three of them that I'm interested in taking. They're in my tier three at wide receiver. We're already into the bottom of my tier five at running back right now, approaching tier six. So I feel pretty good about this. So we are a pick away right now. Diggs went off the board. T.Y. Hilton and Samuel. I want Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is just went off the board. Great. So Tyler Lockett goes off the board. I believe there's no Keenan Allen either. So right now I'm looking at my wide receiver chart and I'm probably going to have to end up sucking it up and going with AJ Green here. So I'll take AJ Green. He's my sixth round pick. He's my third wide receiver. Yes, there's some concerns about him having a year off. He's on a one-year contract. So that should motivate him a little bit, but this offense should be better than expected outside of their offensive line. I wanted three of these four guys that just went before me, right? Diggs, Hilton, and Lockett were higher than Green on my list. Other than that, he was my next highest ranked wide receiver at wide receiver 28. So I feel good about that. We're entering the seventh round. Still don't want a tight end yet. I'm going to keep loading up on wide receivers and running backs. 
as always, I wait very, very late to get a quarterback. So uh, not a lot of running backs left on the board as I'm looking at this. I believe that Darius Geis is still on the board. He's in my tier five of running backs right now. He's my last running back in tier five. I think he's still on the board at least. Yes, he is. And then after that, not much. You're getting to the handcuffs in, in Detroit. You're getting to the handcuffs in Indy with Marlon Mack and Carrion and the rookies in their backfield. And you get to some rookies in themselves left on the clock at JK Dobbins is up there. Keyshawn Vaughn is up there. So if indeed we somehow get Darius Geist to fall back around to us, which is another seven or eight picks away, I'll go there. But if not, I'll end up just taking another receiver, which there's plenty, plenty wide receivers on the board right now. I mean, we're talking Julian Edelman. He's my 32nd ranked overall wide receiver. Deontay Johnson's still on the board, and I'm sure I'll reach for him at some point in this draft. Uh, uh, we also have Brandon Cooks. I believe he's still on the board. So there's a lot of receivers at this point in the draft. Um, whichever one's left on the board, I'll go with. My highest ranked player on the board right now, outside of just quarterback position, tight end, highest ranked player on the board between running backs and wide receivers is Darius Geis. And then we get into the range of Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks, and those types of guys. Darius Geis goes off the board. So it looks like we're going pretty strong at this point into wide receivers. Highest ranked wide receiver left with three picks to my turn, Will Fuller. Then right after that, Julian Edelman, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson. So I believe that I'm probably going to end up going to Will Fuller here. Best ball format really does fit Will Fuller too. Uh, we're one pick away. Let's hope he does fall to us. That would be fantastic. So Will Fuller falls to us in the seventh round. I like that at best ball. We now have four receivers, three running backs. This is overall an 18 round draft. So it's going to be a somewhat deep bench, but relative to most best ball drafts, it's a couple of uh, less bench spots. There's no defenses or kickers. I don't believe I put those in here. But let's just look at the draft. As always, if you've been watching these, if you're not and you're new here, the first round is dominated by running backs. First eight picks were running backs. The second round is a little bit of both. Usually front starts with running backs like these, and then it gets into a lot of wide receivers in that third and fourth round. Fifth and sixth round is a split between wide receivers and running backs. And, and these are the rounds where you start to see quarterbacks and tight ends go off the board. And you're seeing that right here. So if it comes back around, I've got four wide receivers. I've got three running backs. I'm fine either going another wide receiver or running back here. Tight ends are starting to make a pretty strong pull off the board in this one. So we've already got right now eight tight ends off the board. So that's a little bit concerning. I might have to go tight end in the eighth round just because of that. Um, Austin Hooper still on the board. Tyler Higby still on the board. He's my best tight end left. If we get to this pick right here at pick 90th overall for me in the eighth round, I'll end up going to Tyler Higby if he's still on the clock. If not, we'll be going wide receiver there. So we're one pick away. Cam Madison takes my man, Deontay Johnson. I wasn't actually going to pick him there, but I was hoping that he might fall to the ninth round. I really think Deontay is going to be like a seventh or eighth round pick by the time the season comes. Just so much hype around him, including myself. So we're one pick away. Do not snipe me, Devo, on Tyler Higby. Do not snipe me on Tyler Higby. I think there's better tight ends left still. He takes Austin Hooper. Perfect. Tyler Higby is definitely a better tight end than Austin Hooper, in my opinion, in their current situations. So there's still good tight ends left. Not better, but good tight ends left. Mike Gusecki was one of them. So we see a little tight end run go here. Now I feel good about tight ends. I don't need my quarterback yet. You can look at, let's look at the quarterback list. You can see Josh Allen, Rodgers, Wentz, Ryan, Baker, Matt Stafford. I don't need to take a quarterback for a while. There's a good, there's a good eight quarterbacks left on there that I'd be feel really strong about as my, my top end quarterback. So, so my best player left on the board is actually James White. His teammate goes off the board in Sony Michelle. James White is currently in my rankings, my running back 29. He's in my tier six right now. So I feel good about where he's at. Edelman and Cooks go off the board to end the eighth round. That's pretty tough because I wanted to get some piece of one of them, but let's see what we end up getting to. James White is still my best player left on the board, and I would go to him if he actually makes it to me. James White was to go off the board. I'd end up going to Christian Kirk if he was still on the board at wide receiver. He's my wide receiver 37. So let's see what ends up happening. I'm on the clock right now. James White lasted to me, thankfully. So we're going to take James White in the ninth round. I like that, right? You're getting a pass catching option with a, a, a first year starting quarterback and sit him out there. He's going to check it down to James White. That should 
could be part of their offense. So I'll take James White there. Still don't need to go QB. We've got four running backs, four receivers, and a tight end so far. So as we enter the 10th round, I'm going to load up on some wide receivers, some running backs, just whatever's best available on the board. So we're entering the 10th round. I'm a couple picks away. I wanted Preston Williams. He just goes off the board two picks before me. My best available player is Anthony Miller. I'm hoping he makes it to me. We're one pick away. Otherwise, we're going to have to do some really late scattering. But Anthony Miller in the 10th round, I'll feel good about that. A receiver. Devo is on the clock. You've been good to me, Devo. You haven't sniped me yet. Please here, do not snipe me with a couple of seconds left. Anthony Miller is one of the best players, if not the best player left on the clock, just in general right now. I'll be very upset if he goes off the board here. He does not. We're going to get Anthony Miller right now in the 10th round. So we pick up our fifth receiver. I feel good about that. I want to start to look at if I can start to stack anybody here. So Hopkins, Murray's already off the board. Fuller, Watson, I believe is off the board. Most of my receivers, I can't really stack. Joe Burrow, I can get later. Matt Stafford, I can stack with Kenny Galladay and feel good about that. Uh, but that's about it at this point. Higby stacked up with somebody uh, and Jared Goff, if I want to go that route, if I would got Robert Woods earlier. That would have been pretty interesting. We're entering the 11th round now. Let's take a look at quarterback. You can see down here at the bottom, quarterbacks, Baker, Daniel Jones, Matt Stafford still on the board, Joe Burrow. So it's starting to thin out like Baker, Daniel Jones, and Stafford, and then Burrow. I like all four of those guys. So at my next pick, I'm going to go quarterback just because we're still 10 picks away from my pick. And if I don't go quarterback then, then another like seven or eight picks are going to pass. So I'm going to end up going quarterback in the 11th round. Best available. I like Matt Stafford. He's my highest ranked, but I'm fine getting to Baker, Daniel Jones, whatever it might be at that point. So we're back on the clock in the 11th round. No quarterbacks went off the board. So I might get a little bit risky and just not go quarterback here. It's tough. So I don't know. I think, I think I'll just pull the trigger on Stafford just to get that stack guaranteed. So no quarterbacks had gone for a while, but all it takes is one person to take a quarterback to make that run start to go. And I have Kenny Galladay, so I wanted to get a stack in there for the correlation purposes. We end up getting Matt Stafford. Now we'll start looking for our next pick at this point. Have four running backs. At some point, I'd like to get a fifth running back, but maybe not till a little bit later. Justin Jefferson, the rookie receiver is still on the board. I feel good about that. He's my best available wide receiver. I might go there. So you can see Pfeiffer right now takes Baker. I think that's his first quarterback. So a little bit of a run and that's the risk. If I pass on Stafford there and those three or four guys go, well, now I'm screwed. Lots of sharp people in this draft because Deontay Johnson went in the eighth. Nikhil Harry and both Alan Lazard both go in the 11th. They're usually going in like the 13th. My man, Justin Jefferson just goes off the board. So now I got to look for a next replacement. I think I'll take another rookie though in Denzel May. As long as he makes it to me, we're like five picks away. Denzel Mims is my wide receiver 55. I might have one or two guys ahead of him that are still on the board. Like some of these Jalen Rieger goes off the board, like some of these other rookies, but I like Denzel Mims a lot for the opportunity. We're three picks away. It would be really nice if he can fall to me here. If you're still watching to this point, let me know what you think of Denzel Mims. If you've ever heard of him, do you think he's going to be the number one receiver for the Jets? Because Denzel Mims is the newest member of the Sal Vetri draft right now, this mock draft in this league. The newest member is Denzel Mims. I end up getting him as my wide receiver five. We've got four running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback as we approach the 13th round of the draft, 18 full roster spots. So the to start getting a second, maybe even a third quarterback at some point in this draft. Need to start getting a second tight end in this draft. But after that, it's just loading up on some upside running backs. My next pick will be Anthony McFarland if he's still on the clock. Looking right now, Joe Burrow goes off the board in the 13th round. I like that Joe Burrow pick. Let's see. Jay Trez already has Kyler Murray. So I like the Joe Burrow pick. Trying to see if he's stacking it with anybody. Doesn't seem like it. TJ Hawkinson goes. Ben Roethlisberger goes. Is he stacking that with anybody? I don't think so. I'm a couple picks away from my pick. I think I'm going to go with Anthony McFarland. The 13th round might be like one or two rounds too early for him, but I'll secure that extra running back spot. The whole season, he might not do anything for me, but it's like that Miles Sanders effect. Maybe in the second half of the year, the final four weeks, the final six weeks, if he can just win one or two weeks for me in best ball, it's worth the 13th round pick. So I'm going to go Anthony McFarlane here. If you're not familiar, he was drafted by the Steelers in this year's draft with a pretty high draft pick. He'll likely be the backup running back ahead of Jalen Samuels and Benny 
Snell. One or both of them might actually be cut. Injury concerns for James Conner. James Conner, just not that good in general, in my opinion. McFarlane, if he gets the touches, was a beast, an absolute monster when he was at Maryland. Uh, should be good. Oh, wow. Really good pick by Adam. If I didn't need a running back or just the depth, I would have went with McCole Hardman. That's actually a, a very sharp pick by Adam there. I do like that. So we're entering into the 14th round now. I got a man on the board that I like, a wide receiver. I'm going to choose him over Curtis Samuel, unless my guy goes. But I'm planning on taking Paris Campbell, the Frenchman, Paris Campbell. I like Michael Pittman more. They said they want Michael Pittman to be the X. They want TY to be the Z. And they want Paris Campbell to be the slot receiver. Paris Campbell hurt last year, right? They had a lot of upside in him. He was really good in college. So they have a young receiving core when you factor in Michael Pittman. No more Chester Rogers out of the slot. He's off the indie team now. Paris Campbell is going to be playing the slot, which Rivers loved throwing it to the slot to his man, Keenan Allen, when he was with the Chargers. So I'm going to get it with Paris Campbell here. Paris Campbell in the 14th round. He will be my sixth wide receiver off the board right now. We got a couple of rounds left. I need to get at least one more quarterback and another tight end. Ideally in best ball leagues, I like to go three quarterbacks because if one of your quarterbacks gets hurt or just gets benched or stinks, now you're absolutely stuck with like the same one option if you only draft two. So in these final four rounds, I'm going to take two quarterbacks, one tight end, and then that last pick will just be whatever's best available. Maybe a Joshua Kelly type of a running back that has some upside, a Darrington Evans if Derrick Henry was to go down as a backup in Tennessee. But I got my six receivers. I feel good about that. We're going to focus on quarterback, tight end, and one other running back. Once again, if you are still watching, be sure to head over to drafters.com. It's very, very similar to draft.com. There's a link down below in the bio. You could use the promo code SAL100. So if you want to put five bucks in, they'll give you five bucks to play for free. There you go. Ten one dollar leagues, you're good to go. If you want to put 50 bucks in, you have a hundred dollars in the account now because they'll give you $50. $50 for free, 100% deposit match up to 50 bucks. Whether you're playing in dollar leagues, $3, five, whatever it is, they're going to have it there for you. So check out drafters. This is it. I like the draft board a lot. It's very user-friendly. It's very appealing from a, a design standpoint. Uh, so it's nice to indeed look at. I recommend it. Over one pick away, I'm going to take a quarterback here because so many quarterbacks went off the board and Philip Rivers lands to me. I like this a lot because we just took Paris Campbell. So we get a little mini stack there by going Philip Rivers as well. So we end up getting Philip Rivers with a quarterback in our 15th round. There's a couple more quarterbacks on the board. If I want to go back to back quarterbacks, Drew Locke still on the board. He's my 22nd overall quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo at 24. And then you have Sam Darnold at 25. So there's still top 25 quarterbacks on the board. So I think I might snag another one. Let me see if, if Derek Carr is still on the board as well. So Derek Carr is also on the board, but there's a little bit of a risk there, right? Marcus Mariota got paid a ton of money. If Derek Carr struggles for three or four straight weeks, or is just not playing well and the team's losing, Marcus Mariota can easily come in, which makes him a nice option if you want to pick him up in deeper bench formats for best ball, not in an 18th round league. So Derek Carr, because of those concerns that I I can't just drop him and pick up somebody else in the best ball format. I'm going to probably end up going with in my next pick, somebody like a Drew Locke or a Sam Darnold. So I'm next up on the clock. I'm going to go back to back quarterbacks as long as Drew Locke doesn't go off the board here. Otherwise, we're going to have to probably pivot to Sam Darnold. Drew Locke is my quarterback 22. Sam Darnold is my quarterback 25, mainly to do with the weapons surrounding them. Justice Hill goes off the board. We'll take back to back quarterbacks. Let me know if you're still watching. Would you rather have Drew Locke or in a best ball format or really any format, Drew Locke or Sam Darnold this year? I think it's close, but we got our three quarterbacks there. So two more rounds in this draft. One will be a tight end. One will be a running back for me. I have a sneaky tight end that I'd like to shoot for at this point. Probably not that sneaky if you're really paying attention, but Jay Sternberger from the Packers. There's not a lot of weapons outside of Devontae Adams out there and Aaron Jones. In the passing game, Sternberger, they said, is going to be a big weapon for them. I'll take him in either the 17th or 18th round. I'll probably take him in the 17th round because I actually want him. Whereas the running backs that are left on the board, I'm just kind of taking somebody that just kind of looks half good. But Sternberger, I do want. I think there's a lot of upside for him in an offense that doesn't have a lot of weapons outside of Adams in the passing game. So we're one pick away. We're in the 17th round. I want to go Jay Sternberger. I'd be very shocked if Valstry ends up sniping me on Jay Sternberger. Uh, but that's where I want to go. He'll be my backup tight end at that point. I feel good pairing that with Tyler Higby, two guys who I think will be heavily 
involved in their offenses this year. He goes Greg Olson. Fantastic. I'm going to go get my guy, Jay Sternberger. And now let's look for our final round pick. We have five running backs, seven receivers, three quarterbacks, and two tight ends. I'll go with a sixth running back here to feel at least a little bit better about our running back depth. There's not going to be a lot on the market though. So maybe we just snag a Carlos Hyde, a Devonta Freeman, and hope they get onto a team. Darrington Evans is off the board. Joshua Kelly is off the board. Anybody that I would have half interest in has gone off the board. Even Lynn Bowden is off the board. There's just nothing left at this point at running back. Um, really not a lot of upside in any of these guys that are still on the clock. Rashad Penny is still on the board, but he's going to be dealing with injuries, probably starting the year on the pup list. So that doesn't feel too great. I really don't want to be drafting AJ Dillon. Not a lot to go here at running back. Uh, nothing at all really left in this clock. We could even scroll the running back position. You can see it's a bunch of like third and fourth stringers. Eddie Lacy pops up a special alert of Eddie Lacy in the player pool right now. So yeah, running back's really thin. It might even just be worth taking like another uh, wide receiver or even another tight end at this point. Drafting three tight ends seems like a nut low strategy, but there's actually receivers who can have impact. Andy Isabella, James Washington, like these guys are actually going to maybe step on the field. Taylor Gabriel's still a free agent. So man, I don't want to go into the league with just five running backs, but there's not even backup running backs left on the clock. So, so DJ Dallas is still on the clock. I'll just take that as the final pick with my running backs here. So we're going to go DJ Dallas with the final pick in the draft. If you are not familiar, DJ Dallas was drafted in the fourth round by Seattle. It seems like Rashad Penny is going to start the year in the pup list. Chris Carson has fumbling issues, but mainly just injury concerns. They like using a lot of running backs. So DJ Dallas will take him with our sixth running back pick. I ended up getting a decent team. I'll review it in just a second. We'll quickly look over all of my picks once these final three picks are in, and then we'll go from there. So here's my team, right? Quarterbacks, I feel good. We got a good amount of depth. We got a lot of veterans in there, and then the potential upside pick in Drew Locke. I'm not confident in Drew Locke's abilities let's say skill-wise, but they put a ton of talent around him. They improved the offensive line and he's my third quarterback. So feel really good about Stafford. Feel fine about Phillip Rivers. Good offensive line. He'll be playing behind. Stafford should be a little bit improved as well. Cam Akers, McFarlane, lots of rookies right here, right? Cam Akers, McFarlane, and DJ Dallas for me, but I feel good about Akers stepping into like a full-time role potentially right away. Melvin Gordon and Mixon as my top end running back. James White is just a depth piece. Sure. Give me that all day. Wide receivers is where I think I'm really thriving right now. We got Hopkins. We ended up getting Will Fuller, AJ Green, Denzel Mims. I think I got a lot of good youth out there. Second year receiver in Paris Campbell. Will Fuller is like the best ball definition of best ball. Like maybe he'll get hurt and miss five games, but he'll be the highest scoring wide receiver for one or two weeks. And that's all you can wish for. And then obviously Kenny Galladay. So I got two top six receivers in terms of my rankings with Hopkins and Kenny Galladay. And then tight ends, Jay Sternberger, sort of that sleeper upside guy. Why not take a stab on him in an offense that doesn't have a lot of weapons? Tyler Higby is my number seven overall tight end. I got him later in the draft. So I do like that. What do y'all think? Give me the criticisms. Give me the remarks. Whatever you got to do. This video is on a Friday. So take your time. You relax. You're all good. Hopefully you enjoyed it. That's all I got for you today. Let me know where you think I went wrong. Let me know what you think I got right. I appreciate you tuning into this draft. We're mocking every single Friday. You can get into them by entering into the Discord linked down below. Smash that subscribe button before you leave. Get into the Discord. You all rock. Hit me up on Twitter at DFS and check out drafters.com where we draft today. 100% deposit match up to $50 with that promo code right below me in the description, Sal100. So see you in the next one, everybody. Stay safe out there. Peace out, gang.